0: ready mm-hmm. great cool is the audience ready are you ready that's the real question because whether you're ready or not it's time for insanely haunted my name is max i'm cassie and i'm dan um and this is the show where we watch and review every episode of ghost adventures the travel channel reality program about um zach bagans nick groff and Aaron goodwin and their their journeys adventures and ghosts and the ghosts that they see and they talk to and they Hunt is it hunting? If they're no, it's not... I wouldn't say hunting because they're not
1: sometimes they act like it, they definitely act especially like... in this episode with his fake gun.
0: Zach Bagan's ghost hunter went to Arizona this week. We're we're, we're coming to you live Just from wait till it's Zach Bagan's ghost bounty hunter. Oh my mm. god, now that's a he
1: show. Would love that. That's for That
0: e. Hell, hell god, yes,
1: you would. That is totally his brand.
0: You know that these boys have wondered about whether they can get Dog the Bounty Hunter on.
1: (laughs) I bet they're friends in real life. They
0: for sure are, because they're in some sort of TV show club. Like, we have a TV show and look ridiculous. Let's do a crossover adventure. Yeah. They had Post Malone on a very recent episode, which I thought was hilarious.
1: Who's that?
0: He's a rapper.
1: Oh. Oh, that's right. That's right. Apparently, he did a very good job, I heard.
2: Good job, Post. Did he find the ghost of Tupac? Two
0: pack, cool. (laughs) You can tell I'm not really into that rap. I'm a smoking habit of two packs a day. God, (laughs) sorry. Okay, so, uh, (laughs) yeah. So we're we're in Vulture, Arizona, which is about 70 miles north of Phoenix.
2: They
1: call it in the middle of nowhere.
0: Nowhere,
1: and they repeat that like at least four times.
2: But it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, as Bear Grylls is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's like. T- uh, it's 10 miles off a back road.
0: It's yeah. nowhere is quite close, really. Yeah. Um, it, we get quite a lot of, like, very artistic shots in the opening of this one, like a lot of snakes mm-hmm. in sepia tone. And then, of course, uh, after all of these artistic shots, they want to remind you that you're watching Ghost Adventures. So it ends and transitions into those weird walkie talkie bits where Zach just sort of appears as though he's surprised to see you and has been talking for a while.
1: And the, the last one in the the very beginning, he, you can tell he's rushing because you could see once the scene is over that they wanted to get a landscape shot, like moving from Zack to the landscape. And you could tell that he was rushing to get there in time for the end of what he was saying.
0: He comes out of breath.
1: <gasps> yeah.
0: I'm Zack Baggins. <laughs>
1: and
0: this is Ghost Adventures. He also does this kind of little kip up, like he's doing some parkour As he's in the middle of it, like he's doing a little climbing, urban exploration (laughs) here. So this is a big gold town. Um, The population here boomed to over five thousand at one point. Uh, And if you're looking at the like the footage they get, it's kind of remarkable that they had that many people crammed into such a small space, Mm -hmm. because there are not a lot of houses. There's like one school building. Probably
1: not there anymore.
2: Oh, that makes sense. Good point. That's why we have ghost adventures and not
0: normal people adventures. (laughs) Home invasion (laughs) adventures. Yeah. Um, you guys noted um that the town how long was the town
1: uh eighteen sixty three to nineteen forty two
0: so really shortly after or during World War ii and
1: not even a hundred years <clears throat> duration um they they say that this town was a huge target for attacks because of all the gold that they had there so they apparently specifically, a lot of bandits. yeah, they used not respectful terms for natives um And, uh, basically saying that, um, people, people wanted their gold. I think what's a
0: little more disrespectful is the insinuation that the reason they were being attacked by the native people was for the gold gold, and not because like we lived here.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they they kept their gold in the form of gold bars. Uh, and, and this inside. was during a time
0: when gold was extremely extremely valuable, like way more valuable than it is today. Uh, supposedly they had a store consisting of over two hundred thousand dollars worth of gold, and that's that
1: was in the assay building, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's
0: in the eighteen sixty three dollars. I see Dan running some calculations yeah. right now. I'll come back to you on that number. Okay, cool. Okay, it's probably going to be kind of mind bending. Zach suggests millions, and nobody confirms this.
1: He's <laughs> in always the show. feeding. Answers and, and people, I think, try and make him feel good about himself by just not giving him a straight answer.
0: I like it. I think it's quite funny when somebody gives him a soft answer after he feeds yeah. them something like that.
1: When they say, probably.
0: Sure. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> the you... numbers I have, are they pulled about $200,000 out and in 1863 money, uh, um, accounting for, very, uh, for inflation, it's about
0: $3.75 Holy shit. shit. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I could it's... see how that would corrupt some people.
1: So, apparently, uh, there was a lot of corruption. There were murders, rapes. But um... over 100
2: years in a gold mine. That's not much.
1: Oh. A stolen? No, oh, no, it
2: just was stolen. Just, just mined I thought out. this was produced at that I think that's. I think that's what he was saying, is that oh, it was okay, mined okay. out of the ground. I don't know. Does anyone know? Does Zach know?
0: That's the thing. This is not the most clear show on the planet. It's not always, you can't always tell what they're going for, but we're doing our level best here for you. That's the service we provide at Insanely Haunted. When you first had me on the show, I was I really
2: was trying to get my head around and develop a clear A to Z storyline, but I've kind of given up at this point and just kind There's of go no with story. the abstract. Suddenly we're in this place. We're mm-hmm, here now.
0: Because mm-hmm. that seems to be how they shoot it. They don't seem to plan things out very much. They just sort of go wherever.
1: Apparently to uh, punish criminals, they <clears throat> would hang them. On a hanging tree, what they called it. I wonder if that registered in Zach's head at all when he saw the sign right below the hanging tree that said "hanging tree" rather than "hung tree."
0: <laughs> also, I want to know: this tree's highest branches were maybe ten feet off the ground. Like yeah. that—that's the canopy—is up there.
2: But it fits with the, uh, po- uh, the 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 story that the old was it old coot or yes. told? He's a coot, definitely, definitely a uh, coot. Told about how they did, and they basically just tied them up on their tippy toes and then didn't actually hang them, but just kind of strangled them. So.
0: So getting slowly strangled to death outdoors in the desert it should really be the choking tree. <laughs> the choking
1: yeah. tree. Yeah. Oh, somebody's
0: somebody's upset. It's
1: our cat. Um, there's
0: a there are also there's also a, f- a former brothel here uh, with,
1: as Zach said, soiled doves. Soiled
0: doves. What a what
1: a
2: eloquent way to say prostitute.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh,
0: and one of whom was known as Mexican Rita. Also another elegant nickname. That sounds like a drink. Uh, Can I get uh, an old-fashioned and a Mexican Rita? (laughs) There's also this generator building that's so spooky that the current caretaker, the aforementioned old coot, he doesn't even like to go in there. His Uh, name is Marty, by the way. Marty. Marty doesn't like going in there because he heard voices one time. Yeah. And it was very scary for him. said, I'm not free. I I actually
2: felt kind of bad for the guy because he got all emotional. He did get pretty emotional. Really teary-eyed. And it felt like Zack was trying to have a heart-to-heart with him. And they might actually, like, out a couch and just
0: have a little talking session. <laughs> Turn into an episode of Doctor Phil, but
1: um. So there's a giant depression in the ground where there was a collapse a long time ago, and this depression is called a glory hole.
0: <laughs>
2: now, to be fair, in old mining ter- terminology, uh, they often refer they did have glory holes, uh, high high wielding mine shafts. Um, mm. you had glory holds, you had uh, um, glory low, or I think it's glory loads, but you had these these slightly sexual terms so that they they've become sexualized over time. But this hole was a collapse. Um, it reminds me of uh, underground coal mining methods that they use over on the east coast, where they go in, they mine out an area, and they leave pillars of rock left standing as natural reinforcements ah. to keep the keep the roof up. Mm-hmm. And some, I think it was seven miners. Or thieves ran in and were trying to get some of the mine or the gold off of this or the ore.
0: Right, because that strut that they left happened to have a lot of gold ore in it. And these guys wanted to get that gold ore out because they just saw it sitting there and they're like, we we should go take that. But what they didn't realize is that 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 was the only thing holding the mine up. So they and their 12 donkeys unfortunately perished.
2: Mm -hmm. Went
0: from the glory hole to the gory hole. Oh, Oh, there we go. This is a, a very rare occurrence in this episode. We get some daytime uh, EMF detection. Oh, and Zach is very excited about this new EMF detector that is supposedly can can detect AC DC currents, which is I don't know about that. I didn't know they even came in AC and DC. I figured all I figured it's all kind of the same, really, when you get into detecting EMF variances. It doesn't really matter whether it's AC or DC. I love their
2: toys. They brought out so many fun toys in this this
1: episode. Now, going back to Black, uh, with the lights off...
0: Oh my god. (laughs) So, um, one thing that we see in this episode that is not really seen in a lot of episodes is this sort of uh, don't try this at home warning that gets thrown up after the ad bumper because uh, in... Okay, so this episode was filmed in October 2010. And on October 7th, 2010, one of the worst storms in Arizona's history happened in this little area where they were in. So they were in town getting supplies to deal with the storm. And on their way back, they found the road barricaded and some flash flooding going on. Common in the desert. Very common in the desert. So they decide they're going to press on even though the road is barricaded and there's lots of signs that say don't do this. We get this great shot Where, again, Zack nearly dies in this episode. He's standing in about knee-deep, flash-flood water. And he very nearly loses his balance, but, but is able to sort of walk back onto shore. And as they're just sort of filming in this horrifying weather, like, you can't hear anything, you can't tell what anybody's saying, the cops appear. No surprise. No surprise whatsoever. And tell them that they have to stop shooting and go home. And they can't go back to
1: And they're like, you can tell they're really frustrated talking to them. And it's like, we're here
0: from Travel Channel. You mean we can't. You're we telling can't, us Bill?
1: you're telling us and and they're just We're like, done. That's our cat. I don't
2: know what she's doing, but something okay. hunting ghosts.
1: It's ghosts.
2: Um As if the the clothes signs weren't enough. Like if I was a cop, finding people trespassing in a clothes, especially in Arizona when these people Natives of Arizona should be used to this. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they understand that yeah. you don't mess with this stuff. Flash floods are incredibly dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was actually, so when I saw the title of this episode, I was really excited because I thought the boys were going to go back into a mine after the last time you had mm-hmm. me on. Yes, Some, yes. In a, in a mine episode, I was really excited to uh, see
0: them almost die again, and they did not disappoint.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> the
0: thing is, like, when you when you see someone standing knee-deep in flash flood water, it doesn't look immediately like they're doing something extremely dangerous. But he was doing something extremely dangerous, which is why, again, the Travel Channel had to put these signs up that said, please do not do the thing that you're seeing these guys do.
1: And just so you know, guys, like, if you don't know already, flash floods are dangerous for two main reasons. A, the water can sweep you out and you can drown. And two, maybe not so much in a desert, but in any populated area, you're going to have lots of cooties in the water.
0: (sighs) Debris also. Um,
1: So if you have, yeah, so if you have any cuts or anything on your skin, you could even get. You
0: could even get cuts. There could could be sharps in that water.
1: Yes. And there could be, I don't know, some sort of biological flash eating bacteria could, I'm not sure.
2: There could be poo.
1: Yeah, there's oh yeah, yeah that yeah, happens. There
2: yeah. in the desert. There are animals in the desert. That's true. I think the boys forgot that.
1: Also, so. since <laughs> since we've got two geologists on today, let's uh, just quickly talk oh, about Oh, yes, geology
0: talk. Why? I'm go refill my beer while okay. you guys
1: Okay. Why flash flooding is a normal occurrence in a desert. So, plants are a natural um Collector of water that's precipitating. So if you're, if it's if it's raining or snowing, and you've got a lot of plant life, you you doing all right in there? I'm great. If you got a lot of plant life, a a lot of that plant life is going to collect the precipitation, and it's called interception, just like what you would use to describe something happening in a football game. So plants intercept rain and snow, Um, and so it it actually or prevents significant amount of that water from actually entering or going onto the ground. If you don't have that, all the water is going onto the ground. That is why it is easy to get flash flooding in deserts because there's basically very little plant life. You're not going to get any or much interception at all, let alone any precipitation. But when it does rain, it's all going to flood. That's my little geology lesson.
2: Um, We're speaking about geology, though. We should mention that Arizona is a basin and range uh, environment, and has mm-hmm. experienced a lot of um, uh, negative stress. So the rocks are pulling the whole the whole rock basin from the upper mantle through all the crust to the the, the surface has been <laughs> being stretched apart. So you're going to have a lot of a lot of stress in that region.
1: And the idea is that there's a lot of. Magma, wh- magma, welling,
0: faults, just
1: welling up underneath the ground. And, and so it's fracturing the ground surface. And,
0: and if you're not familiar with basin and range uh, in layman's terms, what Thank you'll you. see there is a lot of like mountainous regions followed by very, very, very low elevation regions. Like as though you've taken the, the sheet, like as though the ground is like a sheet and you've just kind of squished it in. So you're getting, some parts have come up, some parts have gone down.
1: Right. Mountain Range Valley, Mountain Range Valley, Mountain Range Valley, again and again and again. You don't want to run out of the gas out there.
0: Oh, it's uh, It happened to us. Because <laughs> uh, I was a fool and I saw a sign that said 190 miles to the next gas station and did not fill my tank up. That's a story for another time.
1: Yeah. Um, but-,
0: but you will need to know this for something that's coming up soon, that this is a very so- geologically active area still
1: um also uh some of the rock types there we looked it up there's a lot of granite which is a basically magma chamber lava that's cooled into rock uh there's basalt which is like erupted lava that's turned into rock and then there's a bunch of sedimentary deposits like just gravel type stuff
2: as a geologist it's a very cool area yeah it's like the best place to do field work
1: yeah
0: Anyway, um, ghosts. back to ghosts. Yeah, um, so they resume two days later, not the next day, but two days afterwards. Um, and this is a very special lockdown circumstance. I don't know if you guys caught what's going on here. First of all, Zach has a gun. <laughs> uh, and secondly, they're not, well, it's not a real gun. It's a prop gun. It's a toy gun. It's a toy gun, a toy gun that they're going to, uh, probably a cap gun, because there is a little, there is a little fire burst when he shoots it. I think it's just a gun that has a primer in it. Like, so, it like it looks like a black powder gun they put a primer in
2: no okay. bullet though just no primer. No, no bullet no gunpowder charge just the small little it's like
0: a cap gun basically so this okay there's they're basically being they're doing this lockdown in the whole ghost town like there's no building they're getting locked into so the compromise here is they're not going to be locked in they brought some dude who's just going to drive their car away from it
1: they never introduce him. They never
0: introduce this man. I think his name was like Robert or something, something like that. I've never seen him before. We'll never see him again. Uh, they show him up. They show him off. Zach gives him a fist bump, and then he gets in their car and drives away. <laughs> and Zach gets so excited at this point that he blows the microphone on the camera, even though he's like twenty <laughs> yards from it. <laughs> he goes like "whoa," and it like you hear it peak really loudly. And they do this dumb X-CAM rundown.
1: Um, Wait, wait, wait. Can I just... Okay. Before they really get started, Zach's talking about the storm that just blew mm. through a few days prior. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that it's been known that uh, storms can uh, get spirits all charged up with energy. And so I'm sure that these spirits have so much energy right now.
2: Speaking of storms and... This, spirits. I can't we have to. We, we have to go way back yeah. before the storm when they yeah. were doing their initial run through of the city with the uh, their their local entourage of ghost hunters, and they're in an old school building, and they hear footsteps. They hear these these reactions. Mm-hmm. And well, first of all, it's great because Zach asks the the local. Who he thinks should stay in the school? And <laughs> this then, guy's
0: obviously a Ghost
2: Adventures fan. Oh yeah, he obviously. immediately <laughs> says Aaron, and then they go on like a couple second just, just Aaron, bashing spree. Um, <laughs> but then it starts to rain. This is the, the the initial part of the storm, and they they hear footsteps upstairs, and the local is wondering why his like gets tingling feeling on his arm, like there's
0: electricity in the air. <laughs> they actually um, say those words, "electricity in the air." Yeah.
1: And chills. And chills. And and somebody mentioned wind blowing above their head.
2: Yeah, it's just all these a things mystery guys that you would think I'm in the desert
0: and about to hit a storm, be hit by a storm. <laughs> maybe just look outside, man. Gee, I wonder if that feeling could be barometric pressure dropping and static electricity building up in the atmosphere. Nah, it's ghosts. Uh, the first stop in the lockdown is the home of a woman who was not introduced in the investigation phase. Um, I guess they cut all that footage because apparently this is a home that was occupied until quite recently. Just this lady who lived there with her husband. Um, She purported that it was haunted and that was like why they left is because it was too creepy for them. Her husband saw people standing by the fireplace. and... And it's creepy in there. It's definitely creepy, but it's creepy in that like abandoned kind of way. Like because it looks like they just sort of left. Like they didn't necessarily move all their stuff out of it. They just got a new place. And this is kind of fun. Like, it's kind of a fun little, little jape. Um, did y'all notice that the frame rate was weirdly high for this I segment? I didn't. It's like Spanish soap operas. You know what I mean? Yeah, how, they, how they just look different. They're like, not running how, like, a
2: fixed uh, 30 frames, I think it is. Yeah, like, yeah. Whatever, 34.
0: Whatever fucking TV is. Yeah, it's not yeah. that. It's like, it's like extra high and the movements are like weirdly smooth. Um, Aaron is the one, the first one to get out the new EMF detector. Extra special
2: detects both AC and DC, so it eliminates the natural interference you would get from the Earth's electromagnetic frequency. Mm. Oh, so it's no background noise, just pure ghosts. Just okay, ghosts. It okay. really cuts you know, out all, of, all that, that other stuff. That old technology they're using? Not not using it anymore. Bad
0: stuff. And Zach explains that the reason they split up during these investigations is to make them less intimidating to the ghosts.
2: <sighs> there Which, was so much calling out in this
0: episode. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron gets an orb from Zach, which Zach, okay, he uses this phrase that I loved. He called it a part of the chain of evidence. Have you all heard? Did you all catch I this? Did not no. Catch it, I he was talking about how this orb is a part of a chain of evidence, and combined with the fact that they got no more evidence afterwards means there must have been ghosts. That's how evidence. I really, I mean, I know I harp on this quite often, but it's so funny to me when they take. Lack of evidence as, as evidence. proof of previous evidence. Yeah, because there's nothing scientific about this. This is when, by the way, they, they go up to the, the hanging tree uh-huh. or the choking tree,
1: <laughs> and they hear a bunch of words out they, of their little uh, their speaking speak spell. And
0: spell. Um, Judge Cable.
1: I can just imagine. Uh, 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 uh. I can't talk. Um, I can just imagine electrical engineer Bill Chappell sitting at home, knowing what episodes they're doing next <laughs> and when they'll be he just there. Programs a just bunch like, of stuff into it. Yeah, he's just, like, poking in words. Just time delay. just. And he's got a little, like, microphone in there so he can listen on to what they're doing at that <laughs> moment. He fires
2: it. He's like, E-he-he. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is where,
0: where his, Zach comes His from. hair
1: is a microphone.
0: Ooh. Receiver. Oh, shit. No, his head,
1: his head is a speaker.
0: Bill Chappell has... is more machine than man at this point.
1: <laughs> That's why it looks so weird and fake.
0: He's a tomato, granted the gift of sentience. <laughs> so this is where they start putting... I love the the PX device because they sort of only... They throw spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks, and they only use the words that support the theory they're creating. Like, they get tied and running and judge and cable and pray. And so they think... They initially think, oh, you must have been tied up with a cable because of something a judge said.
1: And you were running. And you
0: were running away. (laughs) Were you praying while you were tied up with a cable from a judge?
1: He would be really good at at playing Clue.
0: Right. (laughs) or not or not colonel mustard can you hear me <laughs> who killed you with the <laughs> candlestick that's
2: a <laughs> evp right
0: there <laughs> <laughs> what is wait wait who who died let's just go ask the ghost <laughs> how easy would it be to be a detective if ghosts were real right if ghosts right? were real homicide would be like the easiest beat on the entire police force who killed you oh, oh my friend john okay okay cool case closed got it
1: if ghosts were real, yeah. back before DNA testing and modern <laughs> detective techniques, like there would have been no problem catching who Jack the Ripper was. Would or... we?
0: Would we have modern technology if ghosts like were what's, real? What's that? You a... just ask the ghosts. <laughs>
1: That's true.
0: Dude, why That's do we need true. to test people's blood? That's yucky. I'm just Dude. thinking of
1: John Mulaney's skit <laughs> yeah. where he's like,
0: D- Detective, I found Dude. some blood in the hallway. Hmm. Gross. gross. Clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> John Mulaney's a really funny comedian. If you're listening to this show and you've never heard of him, you should check that out.
1: Is on Netflix.
0: Uh, we get an absolutely legendary O-face from Aaron in this episode. Uh, this is when they're in the house, or, or rather they're in the, um, they're in the brothel, the former brothel, and Aaron gets hit by a thrown rock. And you you see him do the oh, and he goes shut the fuck up, bro, really loudly.
2: <laughs> the more I see Aaron, the more and more he he just has that typical stoner.
0: Yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's the best character on the show. I love Aaron.
1: I would love, oh, man, God, like I want to
0: hang out with him. I want to pick Aaron's brain about what it's like working with Zag Bagans. Yeah, dude, like it's like like interesting,
2: man.
1: But I would only like to talk to him about it if he's stoned, because I have a feeling if he were really, really drunk, he'd probably be really, really sad about his relationship with Zach.
0: Yeah, he just—he's never nice to me. He's only nice to me when the cameras are off, man. (laughs) Uh, Zach shoots his gun in the middle of Nick's sentence while he's trying to talk to some ghosts. Fuck out of Nick. (laughs) There is a point where they call out a response to an EVP, like they call out an EVP as a response to a question. Uh, and in the replay, it becomes clear that the EVP came before the question was asked. Yes. Yeah. So either we have time-traveling ghosts, or that's dumb. Uh, uh, oh, remember how we were talking? We talked about the geology of this place for quite a while. Um, and I feel the, 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 one of the things we sh- we should bring up, they brought out a seismic sensor.
1: That's what they called it. They called it a
0: seismic sensor. I'm pretty sure this is a party toy of some it kind. Isn't... The USGS would uh, take affront to that. Time. Yes. <laughs> USGS would not like you calling that
2: a seismic ses- sensor. You well, know, shit, guys, we've been doing it wrong this whole time.
1: You know, we actually have real seismic sensors.
0: And they don't look like and um, they, don't look like, no. <laughs> they don't look like toys. No,
1: they don't look like a a nightlight that you push to turn on.
2: <laughs> not even that. They're not that sensitive. Uh, so they can barely pick up. Well, they they're actually relatively sensitive. But so how they use it is this old lady or one of their their locals.
0: God, this cat is
2: just rubbing my
0: foot. Oh, she just had a shitload of catnip, so she's probably out. just like she's, you know,
2: she's she's tripping, getting right
1: right. high off your fumes yeah. and oh, your doggy do you, smells. Woof,
2: but. This lady, uh, they were having a, a séance or some sort, and they hear footsteps above in an old creaky house, mm-hmm. and dust falls down. So they think someone's mm-hmm. above them. It's a ghost up there. Yeah,
0: absolutely, wearing cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Um, he does call that out, by the way. He does yeah. say, "I I thought I heard some cowboy boots." How do you know? How do you know they weren't high heels? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could have been wedges, Zach. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs>
2: No, Zach wears wedges on the weekends. He knows what they sound like. <laughs> um, but they go and they put this little toy seismic sensor up on the second floor of a creaky old building <laughs> to try and see. And, oh, he, he like, puts it down. And he, he's wanting to explain the, the validity behind this, using this as, like, a technique. And so he, like, stomps around on the floor to yeah. try to uh, activate it. Um, but they put it up there to... Detect the footsteps of this uh, wedge-wearing ghost.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. So the geology of this is that it's a pretty, like, it's not ripping apart right now, but there's still a
0: lot of activity going on in that area. Uh-huh. And you're in an old, creaky wooden house. Yeah. You're going to get quite a lot of seismic activity if you have this thing that can detect footsteps. Yeah. Like, you're going to get tons of false positives off of that. Just they wait million. till they come
2: out with the new ACDC foot- seismic
1: <laughs> right.
2: detector.
0: Cuts out all that. Thankfully, this is a mercifully short segment. The séance with Rita. Um, they ask her questions like, "Do you need help?" And they get the smallest, quietest "yes" in the world <laughs> twice. And this like has them up and like dancing around, hooting and hollering about. This what good must have been at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, they were like <laughs> dying asleep at this point. Uh, and forty-five minutes later, the X cam they set up in that room catches what sounds like someone crying. It is the, a thousand percent an owl.
1: It sounds like a great horned owl.
0: They forget they're in the middle of the desert and there are other things out there.
1: The thing is, if you've
0: never heard an owl and and correctly attributed it to an owl, I feel like you could be forgiven for thinking it sounds like a person crying. Especially horned owls, they sound like screaming ghosts sometimes. They really do. Let's see.
1: Oh, yep. There are great horned owls in Arizona. There are also... I I just Googled Arizona owl.
0: And the first thing that came up is great horned owl.
1: Um, well, it's number three. Ooh, a
0: western screech owl. Yes. Oh, God. And if it's a barn owl, too. So all three of these animals that come up when you search Arizona owl are things that make horrifying noises at night. And barn owls like to live in shelter. Yeah. Like old barns. Where do you think they got their name? And ghost towns. Ghost towns.
2: That's the other thing, is they see, see things flying around all the time, and... I don't. I, I don't spend a whole lot of time outdoors, but I've been outside at night, and you occasionally get a bat flying across
0: your vision. I've been outside at night a couple of times yeah. in my life. You know, I'm a, I'm qualify myself as an expert. Well, I'm no Bear grills.
1: The desert would be a great place to be an owl because there's so many little rodents and little snakes lizards and whatever. And yeah, lots of little munchy mm-hmm. snacks. And also,
2: coyotes. Coyote Yeah, cries in the night sound creepy. That sounds like people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of owls, by the way.
0: Um, their next stop is the schoolhouse, which is supposedly extremely haunted. Um, the wall banging starts very quickly when they get in there. Um, very rare. Aaron shushes Zach at this point. Yeah, that was shocking. Aaron takes the power back a little bit. Yeah. Surprised Zach didn't, like, just punch him out right there. Yeah. Right? Well, that speaks to the veracity of the evidence that they didn't record right. on their cameras. Yeah, you didn't hear it this time. No, no, they heard it but we didn't hear anything. Yeah, it was too quiet. Too quiet. Karen has really good ears. Mhm. Uh, apparently a lot of kids died here. <laughs> um here's the thing I wanted to talk to you all about. So, a lot there was a big influenza plague. Like a lot of a lot of children died of influenza. Do you think they would have died in the schoolhouse? Probably not, right? Like they probably would have died at home, right? So, here here's the thing. When you die, what determines where your ghost goes because like if i died i don't think my ghost would go to the school yeah i don't think my ghost i've only lived here in washington for four years i don't know if unless unless here. it's
1: just like coco and it's like there's never mind i don't know where i was going with this unless it's like parallel universe hmm and it's like, okay. you basically keep living out your life as you did. Mm. And, oh, it's like the Upside Down.
0: Ooh. Oh, so they're like hiding out in the school. Yeah,
1: so it's like, it's from the there, demogorgon. but you're just living out your life as a ghost. Maybe in a not so nice version of it. Well, not really I don't your know. life either. It's very subjective.
2: Well, that would explain why. Um, and never mind, I'll get that later. Okay. Uh, jumping, jumping ahead too much. Okay.
0: So this is where they decide to leave... Aaron by himself of course the most and, haunted place and one of the things I this is very cute to me as Zach and Aaron as Zach and Nick are leaving Zach goes he likes to get messed with to the ghosts and Aaron goes hey wait no <laughs> <laughs> um this is when Aaron says that he will grant them eternal recess the yes. children here this
1: is, no this is let me let me introduce this please this is where when Aaron sounds like... A creepy, trying to tempt kids to come over.
0: Come talking to this red light, kids. I believe he actually asks them to touch it.
1: Yeah, to touch. Come touch touch
0: this red light. Yeah. Creepy.
1: That was
2: the other thing. So they get some of these EVPs, Mm -hmm. and they make sure to say that they were at child level. Like, Zach's holding the detector at waist level, and he Mm -hmm. really wants to make that uh, differentiation that it's a child because it's lower.
1: But in in other episodes, they've had ghosts that are short as well.
0: Yeah. Anytime they bring the fucking Kinect Cam out, you get a ghost that's like a foot and a A leprechaun. Yeah, a little fucking leprechaun. (laughs) Little
1: berries and cream miniature. Berries and and cream. cream. Doing a little dance. Scaries
0: and cream. Hey, hey, scaries and scream.
2: Uh, (laughs) They bring also bring out the new EM Pod.
0: Ah, yes, where where the ghosts can touch them and they'll light up. It's like uh, Bop-It for ghosts.
1: Yeah, and they look exactly like the seismic detector. Yeah, it looks like the
0: same thing, kind of.
2: Why can't it be a two-for-one? Right? It is. It would have to be. I mean, seismic waves, waves, waves go through air. Air has people in it. Air
1: has ACDC. Exactly. Thunderstruck. And all spectrums of light energy.
0: So... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, Aaron gets insulted by a ghost. They call. They uh, they get an EVP that sounds like a person saying, "Hey, bowling ball." And Zach says, "This is the ghost talking about Aaron's bald head." He's I not wish really, he's
1: not really bald. He's, not bald he's got yet. a shaved head. Um, he, I got a. a you can see the buzz. Ghost? What?
0: We'll, we'll give it. A ghost might not have that good of vision. Okay, whatever. Uh, Aaron's very expressive in this episode. I found. Hey, hold Just on a second.
1: Thinking. If a ghost can figure out how to operate one of their stupid devices. <laughs> I'm not a I'm ghost. I'm sure man. that they have good vision. <laughs> but,
2: well, if if we're seeing because light is coming from our eyes, light is energy. Ghosts are energy, Energy interacts with the machine, therefore they can operate the database. <laughs> it's
0: my mind exploding. You didn't you didn't think you'd learn so much on on insanely haunted, but you do.
1: Both actual info and stupid and shit.
0: Fake info. Um Aaron freaks out at this point because he hears a tone coming from a, a broken piano. A few you know, tones. He gets
2: so sc- or like scared. He wants to go get, or he's getting so much action, he wants to go and get more cameras.
0: So he's like running back to the mm-hmm. old lady's house. Mm-hmm. Leaves the school. Uh, and when they come back, they sort of investigate the piano to see if they can get it. And most of the keys appear to be permanently down. Like you can't, they don't spring back up when you touch them. Uh, and they test a few of these keys out, but, but not test, all of them. They
1: tested most of them. At least the white keys. Uh,
0: and then Zach decides to jump up and down on the ground to see if he can reproduce any of the tones. Probably no, no so dice. that
1: you can see that he has no flub when he bounces. Mm. It's he all rock hard like his dick.
0: <laughs> like ghosts, like it is for ghosts. Yeah. Oh, he has such a hard on for ghosts.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen to our last episode, Valentine's Day Special, for uh, proof of that. And that's about it. Like, the piano is kind of the last thing they do on the lockdown...
1: I just realized. No
0: scene of them getting let out of the desert. No, no scene.
1: <laughs> I just realized he's a very long gun. It's a pretty big gun. This... You, hmm. know, you know what that means. You know
0: what that means. Mm-hmm. He couldn't find a smaller one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they go back to Ghost Adventures Crew Ground Zero. And uh, Billy is here, and he has clipped his wings, and it's very sad. Uh, the Mohawk has now become. Like a weird little puff of hair at the front and nothing else.
1: (laughs) It's not a puff. It is like...
0: It's shameful. It is
1: a razor fan.
0: Zach couldn't deal with someone else having more interesting hair than him. He had to be the only one with recognizable haircut.
1: Um, This
2: is the first episode that I've seen Zach not wearing black. Yeah. What? He was wearing white hoodies. Holy shit. Well,
1: and he had... His first outfit was a long-sleeved blue top.
2: Dark blue, but still. Dark
1: blue. Also, why was he wearing a long-sleeved shirt, and why desert? does he always wear jeans? We've never seen him wear shorts.
0: It's Maybe he's got... He, Zach, he skips leg day. He, I was literally going to say, the man <laughs> who skips leg day, there's no way his his thighs are as thick around as my wrist. It costs likely.
1: too much to spray tan down there.
0: <laughs> way too much. He can't afford the waxing either. It's just... Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, we learn a lot of things from the technical side about EVPs from Billy. Uh, like, for instance, that spirits speak at a frequency and speed that is twice as high as regular people. Okay. Which, though, when he sped uh, one of the uh,
2: EVPs up to twice its, uh, as fast, it didn't really sound right. It was You could tell
0: maybe the speed was actually like 1.78
2: times the speed of humans. Yeah. Billy's
0: uh, leaving some things. He's simplifying for the layman yeah. so that we can understand with our with our small, uh, non-ghost-hunting brains. You know, we don't have the experience. One of our, our lobes stuff. isn't activated mm-hmm. to connect to that EVP stuff. Yeah, you really gotta... Um, I'm surprised they have not moved into the, like, uh, Z- nootropics brain force pill market. It seems like they're kind of bag, right? Like, the GAC would get in that? Oh, yeah. like
1: mm. yeah.
0: Add ideas free, Zach. You can have that one. The Come. next one, though. The next one's gonna cost you.
1: I just want to see them... Wearing something like, um, in Back to the Future, doesn't doesn't Doc have like a bunch of things, like suction to his head? He does
0: something? wear a big hat that is like a mind reader hat.
1: Yeah, I just want to see them wearing something like that and taking it very seriously.
0: This device amplifies my thoughts so that ghosts can hear them directly without me needing to speak them. Hey, sexy. How you doing, sexy? <laughs> okay, I'm good. I know this is a real EVP because these are things I would expect someone to say to me. Damn, my dick is bigger, much bigger than Aaron's. I I was not thinking that at this time. <laughs>
1: I could really go for a burger right
0: now. That one was me. <laughs> hey, where am I? Oh yeah, let me out. <laughs> <I'm draped. laughs> so that's uh, that's Vulture Mine.
1: What was your favorite part, Dan?
2: The, the flood scene, they have mm. a brief moment of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is stupid. Mm-hmm. Zach quotes <laughs> themselves as a bunch of dumb fucks.
0: Yep. He does say that. We're yeah. a bunch of dumb fucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he goes right back to being dumb without seeming We're to We're a know. bunch of dumb fucks. We're going to wait till the cops are. Mother Nature isn't going to stop us. We're coming back out
1: here. I'm surprised there weren't any scenes with snakes again.
0: There was a shot of a snake. There was a the shot
1: beginning. of a snake, so someone had to get close <clears throat> to it. Unless that was just stock footage. It was probably stock footage. Yeah.
0: How about you, Cassie? What there was... was a scorpion nest. Oh there.
1: yes, there was. And the That's guy right.
2: mentioned scorpion nest, and the, the boys get really like I couldn't tell
0: if we were scared or like excited, maybe uh-huh. a combination of both.
1: Did they end up going into that? They, room? Don't. It's a
0: school, I think. Okay, they did to school. Okay. Okay. All right. What about you, Cassie? Did you anything stick out for you?
1: Um, I would say the same thing.
0: For me, it was really um, Aaron in this episode. I think he. I would say Aaron was the MVP here. Very expressive, very big O-Face. I really loved Shut the Fuck Up, Bro. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious when he got hit with the rock. It's a good episode. It's a juicy one. Yeah. I liked this. Nice, long lockdown. Yeah. Um, Chaos everywhere. Extremely chaotic. Very cool. I love when the boys get hit by extenuating circumstances that they have no control over. Yeah. Because it really shows like how they'll take any advantage they possibly can to seem like tough guys.
1: Even if it means breaking the law.
0: We're calling out ghosts. (laughs) They are so lucky they didn't get arrested.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I feel like
0: if they didn't have a camera, that encounter would have maybe gone a little differently.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. They make a point of showing the cops
2: tailgating them back. Yes. These cops make sure they don't go back. Yes, absolutely.
0: Because these cops could probably tell these are the kind of guys who will not listen to us unless we follow them.
1: They're a bunch of
0: Uh, dummies. Dummies. (laughs) Uh, believe the term was a bunch of dumb fucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we love these dumb fucks. And if you love them too, then uh, thanks so much for joining us as we talk about them. And if you have friends who like Ghost Adventures, make sure you tell them about this show. Uh, The best way to help us out still is by leaving a comment on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher, reviewing us. Those five-star ratings are pretty cool. We love those. Four stars, not so much. Four stars are all right, but, you know... The big boys get five stars, and we'd like to party with them. Zach would get a a five star. Zach would want a five star. So do what Zach would want, and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We also have a tip jar set up at bit.ly slash spiritcash, so if you'd like to provide any direct support, you can do it there. Um, I don't do those other two podcasts anymore, but something is going to be coming down the pipe later on, so keep your eyes peeled. And I'll let you know when those projects solidify.
1: And if you have any comments or questions or just shout outs, uh, our, our email is insanelyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com.
0: We take requests for episodes. Yes. So if you got one that you really, really love, make sure you let us that, know about that it. That is
1: within the season that we're covering. Or at least close to um, Also, we're not the best at checking the emails. So if we get back to you a little bit later. Sorry. We're sorry. But we will get to it. In fact, we, we need to check it. We haven't checked it in a while.
0: Do it. Do you want to plug anything, Dan? Do You have anything you want to plug? Anything going on? The my uh, the hole in my brain from getting blown. Oh yeah. mm. no, nothing. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Well, uh, um, can I
2: plug this show?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. In it's insanely haunted is really haunted. haunted. It's yeah. pretty fun. It's a good yeah. show. Um. And just a another reminder to support and visit your state and national parks. You're paying for them. They're, yeah. You
0: are already paying for them.
1: They're yours.
0: And they are pretty cool. Most of them.
1: Um. Love them. Enjoy them, cherish them, celebrate them,
0: make friends with them, have
1: a good time,
0: have a good safe time, and don't listen to the law.
1: Listen to the law, and also
0: there's probably going to be signs that say "Don't walk over here," and also respect those because if
1: you do, you might dissolve an acid. (laughs) You might fall
0: into five hundred degree water and die, or get washed away in a flash flood. Anyway. Uh, thanks again for joining us. It really is wonderful that you make time to listen to this dumb show every week. Uh, and we have a ton of fun making it, so it's just icing on the cake that you enjoy listening to it. And, uh, my computer's, uh, sc- uh, screensaver turns on every half hour or so, and it's terrifying. Nope, so we're just nope. gonna... Ghosts. We're just gonna end this podcast now. Uh, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Dan. And you just heard... A Class A EVP.